Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. And I think randomly, I don't know, I don't think we're actually going to, we might not actually be talking about stuff per se, but be putting ourselves into a weird scenario and talking our way out of it. But I don't know, let's see how it goes. Anyways, joined tonight by D from Microbrew Gamers. D, how you feeling, man? Doing all right, a little tired, you know, feeling kind of lazy this weekend, but doing okay. Yeah, it has been like that type of weekend, hasn't it? Like just really meh. It's meh. And we're being joined by an Aaron the Destroyer. Aaron, it's been a while. How are you feeling? I'm feeling uh, fantastic. I've been day drinking the whole weekend, so it's just been spectacular. I'm in a pretty good mood. Oh, that's fantastic. And Shinzu is joining us. Shinzu, how are you feeling this fine evening? I am feeling amazing. Awesome. Well, first segment O show. What is everybody drinking? I'm going to go first only because I am super, super lame. I'm actually not drinking anything. And the reason I'm not drinking anything is because yesterday I had a gargantuan meal and a whole bunch of beer and went way over my calorie intake. So today I'm being good. I'm staying within my caloric intake for my diet and I'm not drinking anything, so I don't have any excess calories to to really burn here. The only excess calories I have is I'm going to have a half a piece of carrot cake that my wife got me yesterday that I'm going to share with her later on this evening when she gets back. But other than that, I am uh, I am gnawing on some some vitamin C drops and drinking a whole lot of water. Let's reverse that around, Shinzu. What are you drinking? I'm. Uh, I went to a barbecue yesterday, and um, I was requested to grab something for the barbecue. And I was like, "Oh, what the hell!" I was in Costco, so I grabbed a package of Kirkland Special Hard Seltzers, and Ooh. they're actually pretty solid uh, taste-wise. I'm drinking a mango one right now, and I gotta say, I'm actually digging it a lot. Huh. And it's only got 100 calories, and it's five percent, so I'm okay with it. Huh. Oh, those those seltzers, like those uh, those hard seltzers, have been a big hit. In like the past, what, like twelve, eighteen months? Seems a lot of people have been really hitting into them. Yeah, and I gave people, you know, I didn't give people too much shit for drinking like white claws and whatnot, but I never really personally part partook in them. But this time around, I was kind of in a hurry, and I was just saw it was like twenty four bucks for a twelve pack, and I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. So I started drinking them at the party last night, and I was like, wow, these are actually not bad at all. And I really love seltzer as is, so the fact that this is just spiked seltzer makes it that much better. So, so there's the question. I mean, I've had hard seltzers before. Aaron, you drink hard seltzers? Um, I don't actually like them. I've tried a bunch of them, and I just don't. So far, everything I've tried, I just it just is gross. I don't know. I can't explain what's wrong with them, but I'm not a fan. All right. What about you, D? You uh, you drinking hard seltzers before? You like them? Yeah, I like them. Any particular brand? You know, yeah. Any particular style? Uh, I I really like the uh, the fruit ones. You know, the spiked ones like the like the raspberry, uh, lemon, mm. and stuff like that. But you know, I'm just a basic bitch, so. Aha! Uh-huh, everybody drink. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? What are you drinking out of a Stewart's mug? Is that an is that a Stewart's mug? It is a Stewart's mug. Um, I love it. It's really like thick and it's pretty big too. I know that sounds awful. All of that didn't sound it's, right. It's, it's fine. Thick, it's thick and big and there's nothing it's wrong fine. with enjoying thick and big. I mean, that's yeah, why. no, why, why, why. I like it. Um, I'm drinking 
uh, homemade spiced apple cider today. Ooh. Um, it's got whole cinnamon sticks and oranges in it. Oh, wow. That sounds great. Do you have it uh, with anything? Or you said you've been day drinking, so. Oh, well, um, this is my, this is my first, well, this is my second cup of today. Um, I was drinking a lot more yesterday than today, but that was all Coors and Bud Light. It was all real Mm -hmm. basic. So today I wanted to pretend I was fancy and step it up with some cider. Nice. Now it's spiced cider. Is it spiked cider, like hard cider or just cider? Oh, it's no, there's a lot of alcohol in there. Um. I actually had to, I put a little more cider in mine after because I was like, oh, this is stronger than I wanted it, but it's really good. Makes you feel, it feels very warm going down. So what booze did you put in inside of your cider? Uh, I actually don't know what's in there. Grimden made it. I didn't help with this. I made like dinner and then he did the alcohol. I like it. I like it. Take your, uh, your taking turns. I'm glad that he made, at least that he made it for you. He made it with a big and thick cup i mean at least at least he was thinking of you in that fashion i i, I don't get yeah. big and thick cups around here i get really thin like, oh i'm sorry to hear that's that that's all i get around here yeah it's big yeah, and it's, thick and they're taking turns sounds like a good time i'm you know hey i'm not gay but 20 bucks is 20 bucks <laughs> what about uh actually there's there's a question i love hard cider um my, one of my favorite things to put into cider is uh G- uh, ginger spice whiskey, the misunderstood ginger spice whiskey. Uh, did I leave a bottle of that at your house, Aaron? I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so, but I'll have to look. We have a well. You saw we have quite a few bottles up there, and I don't really go through it often, so I'm not sure. But I'll look if, for you. If you have a bottle of misunderstood ginger spice whiskey, throw that into some cider. Oh, it's so good. But I'm a fan of hard cider. D Shinzu, you guys hard cider? Well, that's actually what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I'm actually drinking a Woodchuck Hard Cider. It's bubbly apple, slightly sweet apple. Tastes wicked good. It's only 4.8% alcohol. It's made in Vermont, but it's really good. It's just sweet enough, but not too sweet. Made in Vermont, quotation marks on that one. Say, are you you a cider fan, Shinzu? Oh, I love I love hard cider, and I live in a great state for it because there are so many ciders, uh, cideries. Like they have Citizen Cider, which if you like hop stuff, their Lake Hopper is a hard cider that's filtered, but they just take some uh, I think it's Cascade hops and they just dry hop it in there, and it's only four grams of sugar too, so it's delicious. Uh, my favorite cider to drink is from Boston. It's called Down East. And right now they have a cider, seasonal cider out that is the apple cider donut. And it is amazing. I'm a big fan of apple cider donuts. I'll, uh, I'll post a link to it. Um, I'll DM you a link of it that we can just check it out. If you find it in a local place, definitely pick up a four pack. The little expensive thing is like $9.99 for four, uh, but it's really worth it. Hey, I don't mind a little bit of, a little bit of extra bread there. Well, second segment of show, State of Games. State of Games where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week or just pontificate on how we feel gaming is in general. Uh, let's reverse that right back around. D, what is your State of Games, man? I've been playing some uh, retro uh, games. I popped in an old uh, platformer called Felix the Cat. I beat it in one shot, which was I was pretty proud of myself. So, yeah, I also uh, started playing some... Um, 
Castlevania 1 on the Famicom Disk System. Oh, wow. That's going back big, some ways. Yeah, the big difference between that and the American one is, is you can save your game on the disk system, which makes it a little easier to kind of come back to, you know, go back and forth. Interesting. Yep. So the games that came out on the Famicom disk system have, just like Kid Icarus, has a, a save function that was taken out for the cartridge since the cartridge had no, you know, battery or save uh, function on that. Uh, it was replaced by, like, you know, Kid Icarus with the uh, password thing. Which was always a pain right in the ass because... Yep. Like passwords, they worked, but you just totally cheat and get a password from you know, Nintendo Power or, or your best friend or whatever, and you could just totally cheat and scam your way out of that. Or you messed up one of them and you know got a little dyslexic or wrote the wrong thing, and hell, you're just screwed. Oh yeah, then all that work completely down the tubes. Yeah, been there. Yeah, so Jesus, I've been digging the uh, Famicom disc system, starting to collect for that. Uh, rearranged my game room a little bit, so. Get some more stuff done in it for there. Um, nice. Supposed to supposedly uh, uh, this week we should be getting a, a new Nintendo Direct. Well, I'd be like, I'd be happy to see what they have as far as Zelda news. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. Hoping they're going to say. I mean, they haven't done anything for Zelda's 35th anniversary. It's one of their biggest IPs. So I'm hoping that they actually, you know, do something. You know, so there's a uh. lot of rumors going around about the possibility of even a remake of um us uh, um. The Zelda games on the Game Boy Color, the um, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. So there's some rumors about that. Oh, uh, they're thinking they might re-release, you know, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. So th there's a whole bunch of rumors going around. Maybe we'll get some more news on Breath the upcoming Breath of the Wild two. Maybe a release date. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Let's uh, let's hope. Let's wait, see, and hope. Um, let's say either either you other two, you Zelda fans. I oh have not God, ever yes. played a Zelda game. You haven't ever played a single Zelda game? Like, at all? No. No, I didn't even know what it was until I was in college. Is that I by, by choice or just, like, just never came around? No, I just, it just, for whatever reason, didn't come up on my radar. Um, so I didn't hear anything about it until after I was in college. And there were, like, people, there was somebody that, for Halloween, had dressed up as Link from Zelda. And I was like, oh, really cool Zelda costume. And she got mad at me because she was like, his name is Link. And I was like, I don't even know what it is. I was just trying to be nice to you, man. I'm sorry. Shit. Dude, dude, that is like, that is the the stereotypical Zelda interaction. <laughs> well, it looks, like, it looks like Cecil has frozen. So we'll go ahead and I continue froze? this. Look, look what um, you did, Aaron. Look what you did. Oh, you yeah. Literally it's broke. that disconnected. Yeah. Yeah, you it literally broke disconnected there for Cecil a by saying you didn't play and you didn't know who it did. Link slash it totally Zelda broke was. Me. It broke, it broke me hard. in so many ways. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure that part out because every uh, for some reason I get, um, I get like weird connections. Like, uh, I, it, it all of a sudden I'll randomly get like disconnected. I'll get, uh, I'll get lag and frame rates. I, you know, I think it might be, I think it actually might be because I ran all my wiring under my house. And it, I, th I think when they encapsulated, they dropped all of my wiring instead of like putting it back up on the hooks that were there. And I think it's literally been dipping in on the on the ground. And whenever we get a, a mass amount of water, I get water in my crawl space. You know, until the uh, until the pump can crank it all out of there. That doesn't sound very good or helpful at all. Yeah, it's 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 what it is. I mean, I got the sump pump down there, so it cranks it. It gets it all out of there. It just. Whenever it rains, I, literally more 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 my house is, it's built on a swamp. 
So, I mean, it, it, it rains for a few minutes and all of a sudden there's a, a lake in my backyard. I imagine there's so many Shrek quotes you could do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I do a haunted house this year, it'll definitely be ogre related. But yeah, to answer your question earlier, um, I I was, and I hate saying was, but I absolutely was a huge Zelda fan. I mean, D will tell you that when we were growing up, uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, I would play those games back to back, reverse. Like I, I had a hundred percent of them. Like every single time, I would spend hours upon hours just playing those games and just zoning out. Uh, unfortunately, like I I have gotten away from Nintendo, or just in general, I've gotten away from consoles. Uh, and I've been more on PC and I really wish I could get, you know, the Zelda titles on PC, but we know that's never going to happen unless I get an emulator. So I haven't really played, I played Breath of the Wild and while I did enjoy Breath of the Wild, I, I felt like it had a lot of shortcomings. Um, and I didn't really like the weapon durability system as much. So I was like, eh, on, on that one. Yeah, a weapon durability system would have been all right. I just felt that they broke too quick. They were too overzealous at that break system. They were, and I ran into the instance where I was like, do I really want to travel into this dungeon? And then I would check my inventory, and I only have, like, two swords. I'm like, I can't I can't travel, and I can't, like, explore. So I just felt like a lot of the game was, like, the playability of the game, or, like, the replay value was kind of, like, artificially increased by having to go continuously back for weapons and things. And even the Master Sword, you had to, like, recharge after using X amount of times. I'm like, oh, come on. That's ridiculous. I heard, uh, I, I honestly, like, I, I've said it plenty of times. Not that I don't like Zelda. I actually enjoy Zelda, but I haven't played... I don't think I've played anything really past a link to the past, except for I played um, the the sequel to a link to the past, a link between worlds came out for the three DS. I played that, but I don't know. There, the three D Zelda's just never stuck with me, and I've I've heard so many things about them, and I and like admittingly, they're great games. I just they never struck a chord with me. What about you, Aaron? You're too busy playing Silent Hill. <laughs> I was. What's your state of games? Um, I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4 again because I've played it. I've played through a couple times. I've never actually like beaten the game because I always felt there was more to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'll start completely over and I'll literally try to do everything. So I haven't started any of the main quest line at all. And I'm just exploring. And it's this is probably my favorite playthrough so far because every other time I got to the point where I'd like pick a faction, then I'm like, oh, I can't do it. But right now I don't have to worry about it. It's pretty good. I was going to say, I love Fallout 4. I ever, every time I go to Far Harbor, um, I always just like get off on a tangent there and I'm like, um, I'm chasing down the children of the atom and I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, I'm going to go visit the nuclear submarine and yeah, I'm really going to fix things instead of, you know, break them more. You know, I've never beaten Fallout 4. Neither have I. And I. I got, I, I got it for console. Um, and I did the entire game the way I wanted to, and I chose sides, all that, all that jazz. And when you're up on the blimp for the Iron Brotherhood, and at the very end of that whole quest line, the partner you're with is supposed to get into the helicopter, and then you're supposed to like go to the ground. They're glitched, so they never get in a helicopter. So I'm constantly stuck up there. And the last time I saved was like three hours prior to that. So I kind of like just set the game controller down. I was like, I'm not doing this again. That sounds like kinda a like the glitch. Kind of like the glitch I had with Draken where I could never, ever beat it. 
Dude, I love that game, and so many people oh. hate that game, and I love Draken so much. But yeah, you were cursed. It was I, a cool I game, but I can't that. explain it. I can't explain no. it, because we even tried using your save file to let me play. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know what Draken is, it basically is like a D&D style. Like, I don't, it's not really like a side loader game, but like it's really weird setup, and you basically travel between different areas and at any point in time. Um, if you're traveling at night, the stars could suddenly become the right constellation and then you get attacked so my brother d was playing that game and i had like the best weapons the best everything you could potentially have i was maxed out character level stat wise but these i will call them dragons from the sky will come down and it could just still just destroy your world but like in the middle of the daytime when they're not supposed to be out and about he would just be traveling they just descend and they would destroy everything and it didn't happen just like once or twice it was anytime he touched the controller they would just come out of nowhere just to fuck his world that was his curse for all the one nippy funny ifs yeah probably it's 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 my penance for that but also, like, he had one point in the game where you have to talk to this one, like, say, dragon lord that's in the castle. You walk in, they talk, they give you an item to proceed in the game, and you go out on a quest. Well, this happened in my game, and then uh, Shinzu was like, this can't be right. Okay, play my file. He'd walk in there, talk to her. She had this dragon queen would give him, like, the, the item, send him on the quest. I walk into my game, turn around, and she'd slaughter my people. No item, no talking, no continuing the quest. She's like, you must have did something screwed up. Okay, here's the controller. Here's my save file. I just did this and just reset it. And I didn't save. Try this. I walk in and she murders me in the whole party. And he's like, what the fuck? I slipped the dragon a $20 bill. He did. I saw it. Yeah, Draken is one of those games that I love to hate. Because it was a great concept. But the execution of it, there were just too many random things in it that could just, like, total player wipe. It's just like, eek. it was a good idea. I liked the setup of it. I liked how you started off at a third person and you were kind of going around searching in that fashion. And then it would change to a kind of a, a yeah, like a 2.5 kind of view where... It was a yeah, 2D view, but it, but then it was like, but you could move forward and backward, like you had some depth to the dungeons. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like uh, Double Dragon, like the old Double Dragon where you can move up and down-ish. And I like the tone of the game, too. It was really dark, and you know, oh, I, I really yeah. like the tone. And but fantasy. As far as, as, as far as all the random shit that could kill you, I think I found every single one. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah. that game was dark. Like, if you actually read through all the site the sites where there's there's a part of the level where you go into i think it's like a pyramid or like a decrepit dungeon that's falling apart and the game just spells out exactly what happened it was like oh a bunch of people were here but they're all slaughtered you could smell the decay of the corpses like it was really descriptive and horrendous when it came to that like if you actually pay attention that game was just morose it was absolutely evil i don't think anybody got far enough to pay attention like i mean i beat the game i loved it I played that game through like 900 times. It was great. It's, I think it's one of like the worst games, like voted one of the worst games oh, like yeah. ever created. And it was, I loved it. Like, I don't know what people hated about it. I understood the, the pain in the ass that the game basically was because it was hard. It was difficult. And I'm, I'm fairly certain that this is probably like the precursor to like Dark Souls because that game was hard as hell. See, I didn't think it was hard. 
the only thing that was hard was that you would randomly get an event where something would pop up and just kill everybody. And you couldn't run. If you tried to run, it'd be like, oh, this person died. And then you'd be like, oh, no, run. And then this person died. Like, no, run. And then you have like one person left. And you're on. well, that worked out well. And their, and their armors were all broken, so they're naked, too, on top oh, of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But you, Shinzi, what's your state of games, man? I'm actually pretty lame because I haven't played any games since the last podcast. Um, I'm currently in the... Um, <clears throat> process of moving so all of my consoles are packed away uh and i'm really kind of just getting into the nitty-gritty of like boxing everything and then you know realizing that i pack something too soon and then having to unpack the box and then pull out the pots and pans and asking myself why the heck did i uh pack these away when i knew i was going to need them so i haven't really played anything uh, i spent more time getting my twitch channel set up and i started making some icons and got some various stuff like that so i'm going to start getting that underway uh that's really what i've been doing the last week is just basically job hunting and uh packing the apartment up nice well now you got your twitch channel all set up we're going to be doing uh we're going to be joining in on some october fright fest streams or what I do plan on doing it. Um, I was kind of testing the waters because I wasn't really sure if Twitch is something I really wanted to do. Um, and I'm like, you know, I kind of did enjoy it. And I had a, I don't have too many followers because I haven't really advertised it anywhere. But I think I'm going to kind of like try to get into it, but not to the extent of I want to make money off it just to have fun. So yeah. in October, I'm going to be streaming some of like the worst games created. Uh, Prelude and um, Bunker 58 are going to be like the top two. I'm um, still going to go through a couple more mortuary assistants because I am digging that game, even though it's pretty repetitive. Uh, you get some different scares that are kind of like, yes, I like this. And then sometimes it's like, I don't really like this because it's pretty, pretty predictable. Mm. Well, my study games has actually been uh, a little bit more active this week. I've been playing a bit of Gran Turismo seven on the PlayStation five. That's uh that's been a ball really enjoying that. Um, I'm playing some Terraria with D, and actually my daughter Destructobot, she actually uh, has uh, Terraria now when we were playing it. Um, trying to think what else was I playing. I tried to jump in. What did I try to jump in on on my PlayStation 5? I jumped in on something, and I was like, nah, I'm not playing this right now. And then went back to Terraria. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a fun week. Man, it's just been, it's been a long couple of weeks just been really long but the idea i came up with and that's what uh that's what i'm really interested about the idea i came up with is i I forget who i was talking to but i was talking to somebody and it was like oh man wouldn't it be cool if we had if we if we were living in some weird world and i'm like yeah like yeah like a movie or something like yeah um it might have been d yeah well yeah we kind of are depending you know could be somebody's movie it'd be a really boring movie but okay uh oh no 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 no! i know what it was i was talking to somebody about the dna uh the gna misadventure league and what the plans i have for it and they're like yeah that sounds kind of like a movie and i was like yeah like man well like you're gonna throw any weird situations at them like you know movie style i'm like no but that'd be an interesting topic to talk about which led me onto this one um which made me think, all right, if we were stuck in a movie, if we were stuck in that specific situation, that scenario, what would we all do? Like, 
literally like 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 and this is where this is where we got to try to truly be honest because we know what we would want to do we know what our badass selves would try to do but what would we really do i have about 99.9 percent certainty i'd fuck up and die <laughs> so pretty much see okay so like i'll, I'll give you a, okay let's start this off super simple all right we're going to start it off like the Michael Myers or the, the scream or whatever. You're walking up to your house and all of a sudden the lights just won't go on. And you've heard on the radio that there's a serial killer on the loose. You get to your house, your light's not going on, nothing's working. Like, what do you do? Go, go okay, Shinzi, you got your hand. What, what do you do? We both know what I do. Smoke a road sign. End that shit quick. <laughs> See, I always say that there would never be like a horror movie with me in it would literally be five minutes because it would consist of me going nope and then turning tail and running as fast as I can away from whatever that was. But seriously, I mean, like, think about the con. Like, so the context is there's a murderer going out. You go home, nothing's working. But we never really think about in real life. We never really think about. Oh, I'm going to be the target of X, Y, me. So in reality, you'd probably be like circuit blue. So you probably go into your house and see about if you could flip the circuit breaker. Yeah, you're That's right. That's probably what I would do. Like, if we're thinking about this without you know metagaming, we'd probably just live yeah. our life until shit actually went down. Yeah, you know what? Now, now that you say that, I, I. If I didn't know that it was in a horror movie, you're right. I would probably be like, oh, crap. I got to go check the breaker panel, which would instantly consist of me going to the breaker panel, flipping every single breaker and going, huh, why aren't things coming back on? And then that would be it. I would be dead. You you call the electric company and be like, what the hell's going on? I need my power back. And they'd be like, there's nothing wrong with the grid. And then you would die. Yeah, that would be it. Like I'd, put, I'd pull up my cell phone and be like, hey, uh, so you guys going to fix the power over here? What would you do, Aaron? What is it, honestly, what do you think you would do? All right, is this like a regular murderer? Like this is a this is a person is loose, or is it like yeah, something just, supernatural? No, no, just a serial killer, just some crazy okay. serial killer escaped, and you know you heard it. Like, okay, here's the scene: you are driving back to your house. Now you live in the middle of the woods, which is like ten times more terrifying, in my opinion. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's Shenzi laughing his ass off like, oh, she's dead. She did. <laughs> That's all he's got going. I know. Can we get the country twang in there like, I'm coming for you. No, but you're driving to your house and like you're you're blasted down 22 and all of a sudden on the radio, you're just like, oh, this special alert. Um, Somebody's escaped from a serial killer who's killed 14 people and a dog escaped Fort Ann three hours ago. Um, so I am not, not at all a badass. Um, if I, well, no. Okay. You said they kill dogs. Um, I have <laughs> dogs and they're like my kids. So I feel like all logic and reason go out the window and I'd be busting in my house. Like I'm definitely going to be smaller and weaker than this person, but I'm just going to launch at them like a missile. <laughs> if my dogs are in there. Um, if it was me. If it was, if it was just, they just wanted to murder me. Like I was like, oh, it's a people murderer. You know, the dogs will be left to eat my corpse after. Um, I probably, <laughs> I probably would just try to lock picture my- of you jumping across your kitchen like a missile at this dude with a freaking axe, and him just staring at you like, what the fuck? 
so the name of this movie is what wrath of the midget <laughs> no, dude like okay you guys have seen super troopers right you remember Man, when he troopers. runs across and he Freddy tackles that Jason. kid behind the counter like that's my vision in my head like there's this dude with an axe about to take out the dog and then she just rawr, <laughs> just splits I'm just the gonna- dude in two I'm just gonna launch, but then I'm like, I'd like a liter of cola! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, if I seriously was, cannot get that out of my head now. If it, no, I, I think if I thought that some kind of murderer was trying to break into my house, I'm gonna barricade myself uh, in wherever, whatever room is closest, it's got a door. I, my office is open, there's no door, so I'd be fucked if I was in here, but... um. I have a little taser gun with a laser and a flashlight on it. I'd just have that. And I would just be somewhere with a door. Like, if he comes through the door, I'm going to shoot him. And if it doesn't bring him down, I'm dead. Like, I've died. I, that was my chance. And then poor Grimley busts through because he's like, what are you doing? Blah. Oh, yeah. Well, that could happen. But that wouldn't be the worst thing. And I don't know. I just I think it'd be he'd be fine. Probably just walk it off. Until the the murderer comes barreling through after that and be like, dude, you tackled me and it hurt. Yeah, I'm not getting sued by the murderer. Like you tackle him, you like break his leg and it takes you to court. No, there'd be no, no survivors, in. no witnesses. I'd turn into Tony Soprano. I'd like choke into death on the ground. <laughs> you motherfucker! Like I'm so, my homeowner's insurance can't handle it. This guy's gotta die. There are no witnesses here. <laughs> I love, I love that attitude. Like, oh, the homeowner's insurance. I'm sorry, guy. If I had better insurance, you'd live. But nah. I mean, they actually had a court case where somebody did actually broke into a family's house at night. You know, they were armed. They were intent on robbing the place. They tripped on the stairs on a kid's toy, you know, got injured, sued the family, and fucking won. So, yeah, yeah, there'd be no, you know, if, if they fell down and got hurt, it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I could see it now. Like, there's this poor mass murder, and I'm not telling, calling him poor because Aaron has literally just torn this guy in two, and he's crawling. He's, like, literally clawing his way out of the house, and he's, like, making his way down the driveway, and there Aaron just goes, nope, you can't die out here. You gotta die inside the house. Otherwise, they'll think I killed you out here. And, like, there's a blood trail going right inside. The cops show up, and they're like, hey, um, what's this blood trail right here? I don't know. I was there when I got here. This is the middle of nowhere. I could be like, yeah, there was a coyote out there and I blasted it. I drug it into my house to eat. I don't know. But yeah, no, there'd be reasons. It'd be fine. I'd come out there. I don't have a banjo, but I have a little ukulele and I'd just be like, down my way down the driveway to collect it. I'd be like, who's the killer now? You're in the wrong neighborhood. I imagine that if. I was in like a scary movie sort of situation or like if I was in a scream sort of situation, it would play out exactly like scary movie, you know, like she's running up the, she's running up the stairs. She's just basically throwing everything like a piano down the stairs. Eventually her grandmother's whizzing that down the stairs. <laughs> no, I think D got Sorry, it right. Grandma. Like D got it right with me. Like I'd walk into the house, I'd start flipping the lights on and off. Be like, Oh man, nothing's working. And I literally, I'd walk right back here and just open it up why isn't this working? And then exactly what Shinji said. I'd call up and be like, guys, you're going to fix my power? There's nothing wrong with my power. Nothing wrong with my power? What the hell is this sticking through my chest? I didn't get a piercing there. Oh, shit. And that's when you hear right behind you, wouldn't it be funny if... Yeah. Yeah. You see, what what I would do in that situation is I'd be the one holding the blade and being like, bye, Steve. Bye, Cecil. Oh, God. He would stab you with the handle. Oh. 
<laughs> dickhead. Such a dickhead. No, but I, I, I'm paranoid, so if I went down there and I was like thinking, serial killer, no power. Thankfully, I'd get this conveniently, but I'd be arming myself with all my, you know, pistols in the house and shit. Well, so, okay. I so mean, I might, they might still get me. What's that? You would shoot, but you would only hit the fish tank. <laughs> no, not the fish. Oh, not the fish, motherfucker. I mean, you would hit that. You'd take that fish's head clean off, but you're going to hit the fish tank. <laughs> so then the dude like a- is... Then the dude is going to trip and fall in the water, and then he's going to sue you. Yeah, kind of like, uh, kind of like Dad uh, accidentally, sh- you know, tried to kill the woodchuck and shot his own damn antique car. <laughs> okay, so here's 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 an here's the question though. Honestly, would it even register that there was a serial killer out on the loose? Like, if you just happened to hear it on the radio, would it actually register with you? Would you listen and be like, "Huh, there's a serial killer on the loose. I probably should look up where that is." I'm a paranoid fuck, so probably I am have an issue with paranoia. <laughs> hold on a second. What, hold on a second. What, what about you, Aaron? Would you? Would it actually register for you? Um, if I had like heard about it, I I don't think so. If everything was normal, but if all of a sudden there was no power to my house, I would probably immediately get paranoid. Like I'd probably call my parents and be like, "Is there anything outside my house? Like, look out your window. Is there anything outside my house?" <laughs> If yes, if it's not supposed to be there, you need to call somebody because I'm barricading my room now. Sacrificial parents. Go outside and look. All right, Shinji, what are you going to say? So historically, I actually have a precedent for this because uh, there is a jail that's not too far across the lake from where I'm at and a murderer did happen to escape. And no, it didn't register me at all. I just went upon my life like, huh. And some small things did happen that if anybody was like more aware or like hyper aware of like, oh my God, there's actually murder on the loose, probably would have been like, hmm, that's weird. Like <clears throat> when I got out of work, I went to go get, I went downstairs to the basement where my car was parked and the tire was flat because someone had pulled the cap off the tire and had then proceeded to let the tire go flat. And it didn't register me that it's very possible that an individual seeking to do harm had done that to me. I just was like, oh, I'll call AAA and have them inflate my tire for me. See now, like, I would in, have died. Living in Salem, like we had the jail there and they would always have people escape from that jail. And I cannot actually think of a single time where somebody escaped from that jail and they locked down the school. So, I mean, it never registered for me there. And I'm just like, like, okay, here's, here's a for instance. I live in the South. You know what happens in the South, especially in cities in the South? Gunfire. More often than you would think. So I hear gunfire outside. It doesn't even register anymore. It's just like, yeah, yeah, somebody's popping off a few. Hopefully it didn't hit me. Dude, we had the cops show up because there was a, a raccoon like behind my house. It was actually not in my yard, but it was in my neighbor's behind me yard. Um, the cops showed up. And you know what they did? They thought it was rabid. So they pull out their pistol and they pop it like five times because the first couple times they missed. Literally, right back behind me. The cops. So where did those bullets go? Was it up in the tree? No, no. It was <laughs> Who got somebody? hit by a street bullet that day? No, the raccoon was down on the ground. So they just walked up and they were oh, like, yeah. you know, just doing one of the low end. In all seriousness, every time anything weird has ever happened in the neighborhood I live in, I don't know if it makes us all geniuses or very stupid people, but we all walk outside of our houses and look around all other neighbors to see if somebody looks like they know what's happening. 
So like if I lost power to my house, the first thing I'd probably do is walk outside into the dark to see if anyone else was out there. And if oh, they see, knew I don't what was that. going on. And while so you're outside, the, power goes the murderer out. walks into your house. Yeah, pr- honestly, probably I, there's no way one of us, maybe not me, but one of us wouldn't make it. I don't, it's, I don't know. But like there was, we heard uh, one day I was sitting in here and I heard an explosion. And I was like, oh my God, what was that? And I, wa- I went outside and <laughs> all my neighbors were out there because they heard it too. We went outside. We heard explosions go off and we thought, you know what? It's time to stand out in the open and stand around and just look into the sky. So what you're and, saying it is you're meerkats from uh, like Lion King two and a, uh, two and a half. Quick before the hyena come, you go up there, look around, and then just, you run back in. We just pop out. And, See, that doesn't happen to me though. Like everybody. the power goes, the power goes out here, and I kind of like look around, and I'm like, damn, I lost power. I whip up my cell phone and go like, I guess it's time for porn. Yeah, well, I do that with the power on. Like, I don't need to wait well, for the lights like to he, go out. Look like he's about to die. It's always the one doing something like that that gets killed first. Oh, but how jeez oh, would that be, God. though? How jeez would that be, though? Like, power goes out. Steve's like, God damn it. So whips it out. Killer's right behind him. He turns around. Bam! And the guy's like, oh, my eye. Saved off, his life. First off, you're the one who's doing it when the power goes out. I don't even wait for the power to go out. So, like, I Exactly. You're here. prepared. So, the minute the power gets cut, you whip around. You to get him in the eye. And he's like, oh, and he falls backwards. <laughs> it's like grandma's boy. Oh, it feels I can't stop. I don't know. what. It, I mean, I, I know that, like, a serial killer is a serial killer. But, like, if I were a serial killer and I walked in to murder somebody and I, they were jacking it, I might just, like, go find a different house. Like, I don't... <laughs> I, like I don't know. Like maybe like oh they're busy. I'll come back later and like leave and go somewhere else. Like I don't want to <laughs> wait till they wash their hands and then she murders them. <laughs> you just slide some tissues. Like hey, just use these, please. <laughs> yeah, scares the crap out of. Be like hey bro, you know just take these. I'll I'll be back later. All right. Be like what the. Fuck? Here here's some here's some wet naps. <laughs> Here I saw like, you were dry have- rubbing it there. Here's some lotion. <laughs> I'd have mixed feelings if I was the killer. Like, I'd be like, oh, they're, I don't know if I want to be involved in whatever this is. Or, like, then you start judging. What if you can see over the shoulder on the phone? You're like, oh, you're a pig. Now you definitely need to go. You solidified my decision. Like, it's you. It's one or the other. I don't know. Or you're sitting there thinking to yourself, well, man, what if the cops walk in, like, right as I'm killing this guy? His pants are down. It's in his hand. Like, what are they going to say? Like, what type of name am I going to get for myself there? Well, what if the guy also shows up and he's just like, he's like, you know what? Nice. Nice. And lets you live. It could save your life. <laughs> or like, he could I sit down like- next to you and be like, hey, tilt that phone this way. Oh, like, that'd be so like awkward. Be like, no. That'd be a great marriage story, though. I'd be like, oh, this is how we met. <laughs> <laughs> as, you're, as they're saying it, holding a severed head. Yeah, so I'm a serial killer. I wore this head around as a hat through three states. It's fantastic. Let me tell you how we met. I didn't even know he's gay. And then you see the guy sitting there going, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> okay, so let's flip that around. You are the serial killer. What what house are you looking for? Hmm? Uh, what, like what? Oh, as a target? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Yeah, so. I couldn't hurt pets, so I'd have to make sure that they didn't have any dogs. Like, even if I didn't think the dogs would attack me, like, I don't want that to be the casualty. Like, people, fine, whatever. Murder people, but not dogs. So if, definitely- I saw a, 
if I saw a house that had like a don't tread on me flag on it, I ain't going near that shit. Oh, dude, that's every house down here. Because don't tread on me is like our motto with a snake. Yeah, dude, you know that house is packing like a thousand firearms. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Dude, dude, every house is packing. You literally could walk up to a house and they have a Care Bear flag with a pineapple on it sitting off their porch. And you're like, yeah, they've got an AK-47 and a bazooka in there. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. They're not advertising that, so I could be like, "Hey, free free kills." Walk in, they'd be like, "Well, that this sucks." Yeah, let me introduce you to my cannon. Who has a cannon in their house aiming at their door? Yeah, like ninety four percent of us here in Virginia. That bitch got a cannon. Hold on, I think D had something first. Okay, go ahead, Aaron. What do you got? Okay, so this isn't a specific type of person. Like, you'd have to do a little digging, but I would sit in my car outside of a supermarket and wait for the first person that doesn't put their fucking cart back. And then I don't care how many flags they have outside their house. I'll survive gunfire just long enough to murder them for leaving their fucking cart in the middle of the parking lot. That's okay, who so I'm going after. It's those people. So who I'm going after is I am literally just going to drive on the highway and I'm going to wait. And the first person that I see, and this is why I'll be a serial killer, the first person I see to not use their blinker, I'm following them. Do the entire city of New Jersey would be on your hit list. I'm about to say, good luck in Massachusetts. <laughs> exactly. I'm literally just going to have to have to have hood-mounted machine guns and just because it's the only way I'm going to be able to get my quota. It'd be like it'd be the weirdest thing because like that's any BMW driver ever. Dude, that's literally anybody around. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me rephrase. I would do either that or I'd drive around until I saw somebody with a Yaris in their driveway. Why a Yaris? Why would you target a Yaris? Just because it's a Yaris, dude. Like, seriously? Like, the only people who drive Yarises are, like, Unabombers and, like, child rapists. (laughs) Dude. Dude, Our youngest article. brother used to drive a Yaris. Article drives. Well, he used to drive a Yaris. Yeah, he did until it got stacked on top of another car. Probably because somebody wasn't using their blinker. I rest my yeah, case. Yeah, you're probably not far off. Yeah, you rest your case. I'm saying you're probably not far off, honestly. <laughs> no, I love the article. <laughs> All right. So now I got another scenario. Now we're going to flip this around. All four of us. We're going through. We've decided that, you know what? We want to do, we, we want to go out and we want to be ghost hunters. We want to go through the old places and actually find ghosts. We got all the equipment. We've done all the research. Like, we are on our game. We go and we find a, you know, we go find a an old prison or whatever. And us being the dedicated people we are, we lock ourselves in. The moment we do that, all of a sudden, there's an actual entity picking us off one by one. So let's let's start here. What are you doing? So Shinzu, I think you went last. What are you doing? I'm finding a road sign and I'm smoking that shit. You're in the prison. You can't find a road sign. I will People find one. With road signs. I will find one. Uh, honestly, like depending upon what the situation was and because ha- if you do a ton of if we did a ton of research, we probably know a little bit of what we're getting involved in. So we might uh-huh. have like some sort of countermeasures. Uh, maybe we would have like a circle of salt, something along those oh, lines. Oh yeah, yeah. To, Dude, we got sage. We got salt. We've got like we've got holy water. We've got crucifixes. We've got this guy. 
named Bob who says that he's a priest, but really it's kind of iffy, but he was really cheap, so we got him there anyways. So is it like just we're there by ourselves, or like is this us an entire group? Like you, oh, no, we're no, all it, here. It, it, it's, it's us. We are the group, and I just added this guy Bob because he was cheap. Oh, I'm, I'm sending Dean first. Okay, okay, okay. So you're sending Dean. Okay, Aaron. Like, you realize all of a sudden there's really some shit going on. Like, for real entity-driven shit going on. What are you doing? And honestly, honestly, what are you doing? I, I mean, Shinzu sending Dean. That's actually exactly what I expected him to do. <laughs> but what are you doing? Um, I think I'd react extremely poorly. <laughs> I think I would panic. I think I would really panic. Um, from what I know of panicking previously in real life, I don't freeze. I run because you can't. I can't fight it. I'm gonna run. I can't. And maybe if I'm unlucky, I might shit myself. So one of you might be able to find me by following the trail of me, fear shitting. Um, and I'm going to be grabbing every set of windows and like shaking bars for something weak that I could squeeze through. I think I would just run. I'd be so scared. Okay, so you're going to do the hysterical run, running shit. Like you're literally on the show Jackass right now, running at full speed while shitting yourself. Yeah, for my life. Yes. For as your fast life, yes, as I yes. possibly can. What's up? We're going to have a protective circle down. But we're going to save her. She's going to scream, go running, sharding across the line. We're going to be, she's broken the circle of shit. She's broken the circle with shit. Not, not of shit, with shit. And then we're just going to say, literally, we're just going to be like, I really hope you've had a high sodium content lunch. Run around us in a circle. Complete the circle, please. For the love of God, complete the circle. I mean, what would you do if you're a ghost in that instance? Someone's running away from you, and they're just like leaving a trail of shit behind. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not going after that. Well, I'd be, well, it, it, it'd be like when you're playing pool and you've got a po- uh, one of your balls right at the edge of the pocket. Like you don't need to go after it. You know exactly where it is. It's going to be an easy shot. So you're like, all right, well, I'll follow their shit trail later. I mean, that looks like they were well hydrated and they ate a big meal before they got here because it keeps going. So I guess I'm just going to go take out these other two. What about you, D? What are you doing? Well, actually, I'm going to combine scenarios since I got skipped last scenario, too. I'm going to make a pact with the entity. I'm going to become a serial killer that kills ghost hunters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I set that up, too, because I sent him in first. You did. I was the one who killed us. (laughs) It was all your fault. And there's poor Aaron not even knowing. She just ran off in a shit trail. You're going to see it happen. You're going to see D talk to the entity, and they're going to, like, shake hands, and then D's going to slowly turn and be like, hey, Diesel, wouldn't it be funny if... And I'm just going to be like, well, here goes my brain exploding in my skull. God, I saw, I saw in the multiverse of madness. I know how this goes. Here it goes. <laughs> no, I, I say, if I was thinking about it, I would honestly probably be the first one to go, because I would be 100% completely skeptical that anything happening was really happening i would look to the two of you and i'd be like aaron don't run away scared because it's these two jackasses they set something up i know they did and i literally i would a hundred percent be like nope don't believe this is actually happening a disembodied head could just float in front of me and start gnawing on one of my hands and i'd still be like yeah this is some sort of mannequin you guys set up yeah i know my fingers are gone but i I still don't believe this is happening 
you're just bleeding from stumps. You're like, haha, very funny, guys. Let's go ahead and cut it. Yeah, haha, very funny. Yeah, exactly. It would be like the haha, very funny. You'd be sitting there going, I'd be sitting there going, haha, very funny, D. You know, turn off the electronics. Then you'd be like, haha, very funny, Cecil. Now, that's really a ghost. I'd be hanging from the ceiling and you'd be like, ha ha ha, Shinzu, get off that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ha ha, very funny. Come on, get yourself out of the harness, come on down. And your head would like fall off and I'd be like, ha ha, very funny. Nice mannequin work. And you see Aaron just shitting herself constantly around circles and you're like, ha ha, Aaron, there's no way you have that much shit inside you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? She, Aaron would probably die simply through dehydration. She would just shit herself to death and there'd be the ghost going, like, I didn't even, I didn't even get to do anything. Like, you didn't die of terror. You just like, Literally, your head caved in from no fluids in you. Okay, I do... I mean, obviously, that's a little silly. But, like, if there was really a ghost, how do we even know any of the salt or anything would work? Because presumably, before this, nothing had actually ever occurred before. So, like, Uh the very first time something happens, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, all this bullshit that we've been telling people on TV is going to save me now. Like, and you can't fight it because it's a ghost. Your only option is to get the fuck out of there. Hope that bitch really can't see through walls or hear very well. And just why do you think I made a pact with it? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. She does. She does make a valid point because we're all going off of the this knowledge that we have in regards to this that has been documented at some point in time. Like it wasn't until uh, the Wolfman that werewolves were in fact allergic to silver. See, I want to point out. I didn't. I just said I was going to be 100% skeptical and be the first one down because I'd be like, guys, this isn't happening. Like, no way this is actually happening. But see, that's why I sent D in because I needed to know if it was real or not. Oh, you needed him to make a pact with a friggin' ghost well, that's and kill us unintended all. consequences, all right? You, you know, <laughs> you want a survive situation, you got to crack a few eggs. <laughs> Can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. All right. Well, what uh, what scenario can you guys think of? You know that movie Escape Room, where they're actually killing people. Oh, the one that's kind of like Saw. Yeah, the one that's kind of like Saw. Was it an Escape Room movie, or was it called like The Cube? Because I know there's a movie like no, that it was, called The it was Cube. Literally called The Escape Room. Okay. There is one called The Cube as well. There's like a whole string of movies with that, but there is one called Escape Room. So let's say, for example. Cecil, you've done escape rooms. I have never done an escape room, but you have done an escape room. Let's say we all went into an escape room and that sort of scenario played out. Oh, man. So I guess, um, well, there's the first question. So the first question is, which one of us would go first? Well, I mean, you have, uh, Aaron, have you done escape rooms? No, I haven't done one. I've, I've seen videos of like other people doing them or like when you see them on TV or whatever, like in movies and people are pretending to go through one, but I haven't been through one myself. And so D, have D, you done escape rooms? No, okay, I mean, so I, I honestly the, didn't expect you to. So yeah, you would I would be, be the first. first one to go because I would be the one running around like the experienced ass I am be like, oh yeah, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And I'd find, like, I'd stick my arm into something that would just like tear it off and I'd bleed out. So again, that would be me. I would literally be the first one to go there. So I haven't seen this movie. So is it just like a booby trapped escape room or is somebody also in there like fucking shit up? Like in Saw, they were like all going through this crap and then one of the people that was there with them was actually also a killer who set them up. So like is so it the, just awesome booby traps? No, so the premise of this basically is, is that every every room they go into is um 
themed to an individual within the group like they did something that either killed someone or they were screwing up their life and so the room is tailored to that particular person's screw up and if they don't solve the room or riddle in a specific amount of time they will die so it's kind of like saw but with an escape room motif oh i'm I'm dense as shit i'd be dead in no time yeah like so Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip that back. If it's like that, where it's based around somebody and they have to figure out the riddle, I think I might actually do pretty well. I think I would do okay in like the first room. I would definitely die in the first. I would say two to four rooms. Absolutely would die in the first two to four rooms. Well, so okay, so does everybody die, or just the person that the room is themed around die? It depends. So, like, for example, in the very first room in the movie, um, if they didn't solve the riddle slash room in time, the entire room turns into a giant oven and it burns everybody inside. So, depending upon the room, it could be everybody or it could be a specific individual. Okay. I don't know. I think I'd still have a good chance. Be perfectly honest. I, 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 the reason I say such is because... I'm a Riddler by nature, so puzzles and all that stuff I find really, really interesting. So I think we'd have a chance. Um, because me, like me and so my I wife, fucked it up. Well, so like, there's not really you can't really mess up an escape room. Like, there's always like in an escape room, there's always a, a specific pattern, and it's not like you do one thing. It's not like in Saw where you do one thing wrong and it's done. Like an escape room by nature is there's a distinct, fairly linear path to get to the end. You're forgetting it's D. He would find the key and then find the one grate in the room and drop the key into the grate. Oh, that's a good point. He'd probably just eat the whole damn thing, too, and just kill us all. I do get hungry. Pretty often. Well, obviously we're dead, then. Yeah, I don't see this group surviving a situation like that at all. I mean, I think D would definitely be the catalyst. Um, I think I'm not a Riddler by nature, but I, unless it's with, you know, ghosts or something, um, I'm usually pretty logical and calm under pressure, so I feel like that would be possibly an asset to our survival, but I'm also not very good at riddles, so it's really a toss-up on whether or not I would be helpful. Um, I, but I would try to find like a non-linear approach. If I was like, okay, this puzzle's beyond me. Fuck that. I'd just th- I'd be the one that that gets herself killed looking through things to find like, oh yeah, we didn't have to do all those clues that Cecil was on about. We just got to yank this paint off the wall and rip it apart, and there's a key, and here we go. Like I, the, that would be my approach. If Cecil didn't know the riddle, we're just gonna open everything. See, like that's where I think we would do. That's where I think we would do well because. I think with the amount of diversity we have here and how people think, we would be able to accomplish almost any puzzle. Like, did I tell you when Zyber came down and visited that we went to an escape room? So we go to escape rooms all the time, uh, Lex and I. And, I mean, we've done escape rooms with total strangers. We've done uh, we've done with friends. Like, we've, we've done a whole bunch of different escape rooms. At this one place that we go called Raven Chase, we have never, ever, ever beaten a room faster than anybody else without using any hints and they have this thing when if you do that you get a golden gnome now it's it's a garden gnome that's painted gold but it's still pretty cool it's like a little trophy zyber came down 
and I'm I'm going to be a hundred percent honest here. Lex and I have a have a very similar thinking pattern when it comes to escape rooms. Zyber was there, and because he thought of things differently than both Lex and I, we were able to escape that room faster than anybody else, and we never asked for a single hint, and we got a gold gnome from it. So I think there's enough diversity here that we would pull it off, that we would survive. I don't know. So I'm, somehow... chewing on, I'm chewing on things in the corner and Aaron shitting herself. <laughs> yeah, Only I just if imagine, it's ghosts. I imagine that we're all just kind of huddled together trying to make a plan and then we turn around and Deej is somehow hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, we're all looking around. There wasn't even any rope. Like, where did that come from? Just, it sounds like if we can control Deej's worst impulses, that's the biggest deciding factor in whether we not survive. Like, forget any of our individual problem-solving skills or what our strengths are. The key to victory here, everyone, is making sure that D's not allowed to touch anything or go anywhere. Well, that's the problem, is because the minute you think that's that you have that solved, you either A, run out of time, or B, you turn your back on him for five seconds, you turn back around, and somehow he slices his hand open on something that's bleeding out. Now, see, that's the perfect thing. We would literally sit there and go, alright, D, what would you touch first? And the first thing he says that he would touch, that's the final answer to the puzzle. We just go grab it and we're done. Like, that's it. That's the secret. And a child leash. Like the yes, little backpack with the, yeah, <laughs> with the we would have like, like, on it. Like, literally, well, all it. you see is one of those front harnesses and he's literally on it and, like, his head's sticking right here next to mine. And like they're sitting there, it's like the tandem, like the tandem harnesses when you go skydiving. And I've literally got him attached to me, and he's like, "Oh no, I want to go over here." No, 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 D, over this way, over this way. Come on, guy. yeah. Every time Come I hear like they click, click, click too much, you just yank it back. Yep. <laughs> I pictured like I don't know why this came into my, the front of my mind, but like the papoose that like the Native Americans would wear. I just pictured yeah. like a giant one of those, and his legs are just like dangling out the bottom. He's just yeah, like kicking, yeah. and you're carrying just him. I'm, just because I'm that little bit taller than him, and he's just sitting there like kicking his legs, just like. Yep. Yeah, we definitely die then. <laughs> he would he would absolutely whine about not being able to touch everything in sight. Yeah, right. Uh, although being swallowed is soothing, so I don't know, I might like it. You know that scene from the Anchorman where like the dude just has a grenade randomly? That would be D. We'd be sitting there and he would just turn around, he's got a grenade, we're like, Where'd you get that grenade? And he starts going like <laughs> No, I already have. Hold on. This is how it plays out. I've got him strapped to my chest. He's sitting there with his feet dangling, and then he starts to feel all warm and comfortable and passes out. He wakes up. We're all dead, and he's still alive, and he's like, what happened, guys? And then we flash back to when he falls asleep, and in his sleep, he goes, wouldn't it be funny if a buzzsaw came out of the ceiling and took (laughs) it? Like Cthulhu, I lay dreaming, and everybody else is doomed. (laughs) And there's there's the killer sitting there outside going, none of those traps were supposed to do anything like that, but okay. He just unlocks the door just in fear of what might happen if he leaves D to his own devices. No, he unlocks the door and he like as D opens the door, he sees there's the killer like missing an arm. He's got a tourniquet on. He's got like a patch over one eye, blood falling out of his face. He's just like, none of that was supposed to happen that way. Get out. Oh, man. Well, D, like always, it seems that you turn into the catalyst that kills everyone. 
It seems to happen a lot, doesn't it? (laughs) Terrifyingly too much. I mean, I can think of a number of reasons where, like, when I when I was a kid and like I ended up getting hurt, and it was because of D. You know what's sad is 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 on the news years ago. You know when they saw that convoy right at the beginning of the invasion of Iraq. You know that entire convoy got lost. Mom and Dad were like, "I bet you that's D's convoy," and it was. <laughs> Because you were navigator. doing donuts. <laughs> there they are sitting there going, huh, where did this convoy go? There you are just sitting there driving in circles. They're like, no, we're supposed to take a left here. Like, no, I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to take a left here. No, take another left. Take a left here. No, take another left. Take a left here. Can we take a right? No, why? You just you realize you're like, where's the Burger King? There's D with literally like an earphone in and he's listening to a NASCAR race talking about how they're turning left all the time. And that's how it ended. <laughs> oh, man. Well, any final thoughts for anybody? Just if there's something wrong, if anybody listening is ever with D and something goes wrong, abandon him as soon as is humanly possible because he will get everyone killed. Words to oh, yeah. fucking live by right there. Yeah, yeah literally, but, the, I mean, these words will help. Bye, D. And then you're just a ghost. <laughs> I mean, you're all stuck on the same planet so far as me. So, I mean, we got that. I mean, the, even the dinosaurs didn't make it through. So, yeah. I already have my ticket to fucking Mars, man. I'm out the first time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, D, where can people find you at, man? People can find me on my website, marketbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S, dot com. I put up uh, articles on that. I've been getting more frequent about getting up some news and articles on there. I got my uh, YouTube channel, Microbrew Gamers. I also have uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, um, uh, Twitter. I, I know I already said Twitter, Instagram. So pretty much in, uh, of course, Discord, and I'm usually on the GNA Discord. Very cool. Aaron, what about you? Where can people find you at? Uh, they can find me here on the GNA Discord uh, relatively frequently, but not as often as I'd like. Um, and that's that's the only place to find me for now. I'm just I'm hidden everywhere else. Rock on. What about you, Shinzu? Where can people find you at? People can find me here on the Discord chat, or you guys can find me on Twitch at just about right, all one word, except right is spelled R with a one, then the rest is normal. Rock on. I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Um, you can also find me on the GNA Mess Adventure League podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on uh, your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show, so if you enjoy listening, let other people know. You can find us on Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Google Play Podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, a whole bunch of places. If we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there too. We're partnered with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a twist. Allows you to go out there and buy games, but also donate to charity simultaneously. So go out there, buy a bundle. Make sure to take those sliders and put them all the way down to, well, sorry, put a question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of whatever your link is. And then if you get a slider that says GNA podcast, put that all the way down to zero. We don't want any of your money. Give it all to charity. Give a little bit to Humble Bundle. Maybe the developers. I don't know. It's not us. We don't want your money. We want to make sure that you, uh, we want to make sure charity gets something out of it. 
Uh, we have a website, www.gnapodcast.com. Go check us out there. We've got our Discord links if you want to join the Discord and hang out. We've been playing Terraria a little bit, um, but we're also up to almost any, any other game that you're interested in playing. Jump in, say something. Uh, Shinzu, do you have something? I was going to say there's a great Humble Bundle right now for 2K games. You get a lot of great games for not a lot of money. What games? Remote. Uh, so you get a Civilization. You will also get uh, all three of the Borderlands on the 2K Mega Hit. You get Borderlands 3, XCOM 2K21, Civilization 6, Bioshock Collection, Mafia, Railroad Tycoon, both 3 and Platinum. And you'll also get Duke Nukem Forever. You can probably pass on that one. Uh, Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds 2, uh, Civilization City Rome, Hidden Dangerous Pack, and Army Men RTS. Damn, that is a great pack right there. That's awesome. Well, cool, so go check it out. Well, everybody, thank you for joining in. I had fun. I haven't laughed this hard in a while. Thank you for having us again, and I hope to see you guys, or I hope to be available next weekend so I can do this again. Rock on. Have a good night. Good night. Here's a riddle for you, Cecil. Oh, what you got? How the hell do we all still have our fingers? Um, I mean, I have most of mine. I know, I mean... I wouldn't expected us to keep this this complete this long. I know how. I mean, I just kept mine by not hanging out with y'all. <laughs> None of us became woodshop teachers. Oh, there you go. And we took the PlayStation uh-huh. away from D, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have a great night. <laughs> you too. Bye!